it was a fight. There was a few fights. Uh, you, you know, we'll see what happens. Oh, it's getting nasty. I know YouTube can't hear this, but it's, it's getting nasty. Oh, listen to the pod so you can hear what's going on. You see, if you listen on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, you can hear the music. Oh. <laughs> hey, this is the extended version too, so if you, know, if you hear it, you know what time it is. And if I'm putting you on something new, well, Watch this shit called making a video. Oh, it was dope as shit, and they would show us the whole video. It was always dope. You get to see all the behind the scenes and shit. Oh, we were spoiled kids. Damn, I missed the whole song for the intro. My bad, y'all. At least you catch some of it. <laughs> it's Kasabian. Kasabian Lavo 1. What's going on, beautiful people? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show, where the show never ends because I talk about the most random everything shit that I've ever seen. It's just what I do. Let's enjoy ourselves today. I told y'all we're going to do every day. I just don't do Sundays. I didn't want to bother nobody. It was Sunday. And I ain't going to lie. I've been eating like a, a, a damn slob since Thanksgiving, and I deserve it, and that's okay. Before we start today's show... Um, I got to say a huge special, special thank you to all the listeners, all the viewers, all the fans. Yesterday was our birthday. We turned two here at the Kasabian Lavo show. So I don't got the little and all that shit plugged in. But happy birthday. Happy birthday. See, we black. So we happy birthday. We turned two. Who would have knew? We would have made it two years. Two years ago. Yesterday, I started this show. In, in, in a means to to change the rhetoric, to get out of the echo chamber, to 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 really uh, help my people grow. And I hope I'm accomplishing some of that. Uh, I hope I don't look like just a, a, a crazy old man talking shit on here. I really uh, appreciate anybody that gives a shit. Um, it's hard being an intellect when there's no one to talk to. Right. So doing shit like this really does help. It's, it's just, it, you know, you go crazy when you know too much. Shout out to my makeup artist. It's popping. My face is breaking out because of stupid ass masks at the gym. So uh, shout out to her. What else? What else? It was our birthday. Yo, two years. Like um, if you would have told me two years ago when I was in that deal that I was going to start a podcast and start doing all this shit and go so deep into politics. What is happening in my headphones? That shit hurts. Um, I wouldn't have believed it, but here we are. Uh, I listen to a lot of talk radio. I talked about this a couple episodes ago. I listen to talk radio because as a writer, um, and a musician, I don't like listening to other people's music because it, 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 um, will influence what I'm doing and I don't want no one's influence when I'm creating. So I listen to talk radio and, and, you know, I, I'm, I've grown an affinity to it and I appreciate it. And, um, when I see somebody that does it so well, or that does interviews well, and just speaks well, and I, I love learning new words, yo, like every day I try to find a new word that I've never heard before, because I think that shit's the cool, like that is so dope to me. Like language is cool, man. Talking is cool. I appreciate people that talk. Like, I think we, we should talk to each other more, like less typing, more talking, you know, you get more expression out of somebody talking. Like reading text is cool, but 
he's just reading text. You don't you don't feel the the inflections. You don't feel the the feeling. People will remember how you made them feel before they remember what you said. Like as a musician, I, I always knew that. Like my music had to impact you in your body. Like your your whole everything had to feel it. Not just a couple words. No, like when you heard it, I wanted you to be driving in your car late night, and it came on, and you just heard my voice one time. Yeah, yeah, one time, and and it, I took you took you and now you remember that every time you on the freeway you remember when Xavier was on oh talk vibes to me all that shit i want to put you in that zone that vibe like it, it's and and i you might not even remember the words that's the point it's just the feeling though you just mm, you feel it talking has a lot to do with with you know the the highest expression of of self like when people talk like you can honestly learn a lot about somebody when you just let them you know talk and you got to be strong as fuck to not give a shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like literally just talk and get it out there and 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 hope that it sticks because nobody knows if this is going to work. Right. Like and I appreciate doing this no matter if it does or doesn't work. Like I said, you know, you can't be afraid to fail or you can't actually you just can't be too proud to succeed. You know, you're not just going to jump on YouTube and get a million views on your first episode. You might not get a hundred or shit. You might not even get 10 views. That's where I'm at with this. Like, bro, it don't matter who you are. Like, you got to be okay. There's there's certain instances, but we're not talking about that. I'm just saying that as a person that already has, you know, some type of base. Um, Yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of crow I'm eating watching these little plays, but it excites me, too, because it makes me feel like I'm really accomplishing something like it's not just bullshit it's not hype like i'm really getting legitimate eyes and ears on what i'm doing and yeah it's a good feeling like you should strive to do more new things that scare you like this scares the shit out of me doing this in two years two years it's been interesting it's been very interesting at the start of this i was in the middle of a giant lawsuit in which i lost and this was my alternative because i couldn't release music I have signed very shitty contracts. Uh, when I started music, I started with a couple of friends. Uh, quickly, I realized that their drive and my drive was different. So although we were friends, I was completely on a different page with everything. I started looking for different ways to make money in music. I realized that performing wasn't my strong suit when I first started, but writing was. So I was selling songs and, and I, I worked out a pub deal. It wasn't the greatest, but it paid. Um, then, you know, once we we started doing shows and shit, Four years straight, we did shows every night. Like, we never stopped. I never did songs with other people because I never wanted to have a song that had a feature and I couldn't get with that artist. So everything I did was on my own. Shit, I got half of that catalog. It's bad contracts. Um, My last deal fucking was crazy because we're going to skip all the in-between. Uh, my last deal was crazy. Those who know, that shit hurt my pockets. But this was my uh, this was my escape. When I started this show, I still had my grandmother. Uh, my son was just being born. He uh, he was uh, months old. Uh, I know it ain't been too long, and I might be sounding like melodramatic about it, but no, it's, it's two years, yo. Like you have to appreciate the baby steps. Like people never appreciate when you start this shit. Like this is a hustle. This is a grind. Like me coming up here, like. Yo, and I started with a group. It was mad people in this motherfucker. I had producers. I had EPs. I had this. I had that. We had lights everywhere. And we, I had to cut that shit down. I'm like, wait, what are we doing? 
it was too much. And I wanted to make it harder. I, I didn't want Kasabian Lavo to just carry this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to really, you know, see if I could do it. You got you to gotta test yourself. There's nothing wrong with testing yourself and, and seeing how far you can go. So, you know, without getting too into the weeds with the shit, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, to support me, head over to klavo.com. There's a donation button. Y'all can donate. Every time you donate, I don't know if I've said this, you're, you're donating to put five Puerto Rican kids through school. That's always been what we do here. Five kids. So y'all donate. That money goes to putting them kids through school. If I could put food on their table, I'm doing that too. So five Puerto Rican kids get to go to school with donations uh, that you donate, even though those kids are my kids. But that's that, uh, that don't matter. They're five Puerto Rican kids. Uh, stream the music. Download my music. K-Lavo, K-L-A-V-O-E.com. Head over there. Download uh everything. Download nightmares. Download no sleep. Stream it. Play it a couple times. You know, really take a really take a a, a little dive into what Kasabian is and, and who Kasabian is. And I appreciate that. I always do. I'm very humble. I don't give a shit how many records I've sold or what I've done or who knows me or who doesn't know me. Uh I'm just thanks for listening. Like I ain't yo, I'm just some goofy fucking kid that like I, I made it. But check this out. I'm a realtor. I sell homes. So although I like to have a good time and, and I'm an entertainer, I'm a businessman. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've owned many companies. I've opened many companies. And I appreciate the hustle from the ground up. One of the things that I have learned as an entrepreneur and now as a realtor more than ever, you need to be able to market and get to everybody. I discovered Popple. Popple's pretty dope, right? So if you got a Popple, you got somebody you meet. You hear somebody talking about moving. Like I said, I'm a realtor. I'm at Starbucks. I hear these two ladies talking about looking for a new place. Ma'am, my name is Kasabian Lavo. If you tap this right here, you see that? I don't want my phone to go off. Look at that. Papa opens up. There it is. Ha <laughs> ha. That's me. All my contact information is right there. Now, I didn't hand her a business card. I didn't give her nothing. There's no corona involved. I just overheard her. I leaned over. Boom. She poppled me. All my information comes up. Listen, you're not going to get anywhere without spreading the word of what you do. Nobody knows what you do. So every time you see them, you need to remind them. Every time. Hi, my name is Sabian Lavo. I'm a realtor. I own furniture stores, an interior design firm, and a whole bunch of other shit. But my name is Sabian Lavo, and I can help you with many, many things. But every time I see you, I'm going to remind you. And you should do the same thing. So check it out. Because I'm such a businessman, go to Popple, P-O-P-L dot C-O, and use Sabian Lavo at checkout to save 20% off. Listen, I'm a businessman. If you buy business cards, that's cool. That's $12, $15. That's fine. Nobody wants to touch your nasty-ass business card during Corona, man. Put that shit down. I ain't touching you. That's ugly. And that picture's like four years old. With my Popple, you can go to my Instagram and see me yesterday. You see... You got to be in front of the customer and you have to be ahead of the curve. So head over to Pablo.co. Use Xavier Lava checkout and save 20%. Stop handing out business cards. In the post-corona world, this is what you need. I, I stand by this. Go get you one. They come in different cute colors and stuff. Did I show you my totally cute case? Because it's totally cute. Totally, right? Totally cute. Uh, what are we talking about? I got my notes in my phone. I'm sorry. We don't have the board put up right now. So don't don't get mad at me. And I do have a bunch of do-rags, but some of them don't fit because my head is huge now. Because I'm, I don't know. I think when you get older, your head just gets bigger. Or I got allergies. Yo, Nate got knocked out. Nate don't know how to fight. 
Oh, it, did you watch the Legends fight? I did. I didn't pay for it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I was on Facebook. I think I was just smoking weed, and I stumbled upon a stream. This guy, Nate Robinson, is like a fucking super athlete. Football player, basketball player, dunk contest, all this shit. And he fought, he fought the, uh, the YouTube boy. It was a Paul. Jake, Paul, Logan, Paul. One of the Paul. Jake. Jake. He fought Jake. The little brother. Jake's the little brother. He fought Jake, the little brother. Let me say something. Uh, I'm not a professional fighter. I'm not none of that shit. I, I took Taekwondo, made it to black belt. Uh, you see my nose? I fight a lot. Obviously, I'm not too good at blocking. This motherfucker's fucked up, but I got into a lot of fights. You never fight with your face. It's not a good tool to use in a fight. It's pretty shit. You shouldn't just like, you just don't go forward when you fight people. You kind of, you want to keep your hands up at all times and punch with your eyes open. Motherfuckers punching like this and shit and then trying to like tackle. It's, uh, it makes for an interesting fight. So let's be honest. Um, Jake did very well. Now, not to say that Nate was a terrible fighter, but he's very dangerous because he doesn't know how to fight. I almost appreciate fighting people that know how to fight because it doesn't hurt. You kind of just get your licks in, you get bing, bang, boom, bow, and, and you're done. When you fight somebody that don't know how to fight, you can get hurt. And, like, that ain't fun. Like, I'd rather get a black eye from somebody who knows how to throw a punch than a fucking black eye from somebody jabbing their finger in my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I think if you ask anybody... It's like certain UFC fights, right? When they both know how to fight, it's almost beautiful to watch. It's like a fucking dance. It's so calculated. And when they don't, it's nasty. It looks violent. It doesn't look pretty. It doesn't look planned. It doesn't even look like it takes fucking much fucking brains, which is what it looks like Nate did. It looks like he had six months to train and never fought a fucking person one time in the ring. Just go spar, dude. Just take a fuck. Just go spar at a gym you've never been at. Don't tell nobody who you are. And just go in there and throw blows and see if you even know how to fucking do this shit. Because that you can get hurt, dog. Like, the, the fact that that Jake was able to put him down in the fashion that he did, which was fucking, yo, it was a clean right. He hit him good. You, you can't take that from him. He fought well, and he fought a dangerous fighter because that guy was just tackling and holding, and he didn't even know how to do that properly. At least he wasn't even dirty boxing properly. So give him his props. For all the athletes and all these other fucking morons that keep on screaming down on him, talking about they want to fight him. I saw a dude, he said he was like 6'2", 250, want to fight him, or 220, want to fight him. Dog, he's a kid still, bro. Like, I think he's in his 20s. That's cool. I mean, I'm not saying he can't hold his own, but y'all talk a lot of shit. Six months ago, this fight was made. I ain't hear nobody talking no shit, but your boy get dropped and everybody thinks they're Superman. Hey, man, Mike Tyson said it himself. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. And you know what he said that blew me away that I never heard? He said, uh, the guy asked him, so, Mike, what happened when you got punched in the face? He said, I switched to plan B. They said, what's plan B? When you get punched in the face, punch him back in the face. Drop the mic. Drop the mic, Mike. <laughs> Yo, nuts. Mike and Jones. Fucking Mike. Mike Tyson looked terrifying. He was pulling punches, and he looked terrifying. Uh, It, it looked like two uncles fighting. I said it all day. I didn't want... I got nervous. I was so nervous for them. I was like, oh, my God. Like, if one of them gets hurt, I'm going to feel so shit. Like, I really liked them, too. I don't, you know, Tyson was a neighbor of ours for fucking ever. I don't want to see nobody get hurt. Like, why? I get it. You, you know, it, it, they're professional. They know what they're doing. But 
Mike hits like a fucking freight train and it shows he has not lost it. Like Mike can fuck shit up. It's pretty impressive. Like a 54 year old man moving that fast and hitting that hard is pretty fucking impressive. Um, was it a great fight? Nah, not really. Jones played it smart, which I can appreciate. Um, and Tyson did what Tyson did. So, you know, we, we got our money's worth, I guess. Uh, don't want to see him do it again? No. I don't like the format. Uh, the way they did. The show was dope. I just don't like the way they did, like, a show in between every fight. It kind of fucked me up. Like, maybe we should do the shows first. Like, you know, have all the artists do the little concert. And then we have the fighters come fight. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was great. Uh, they broke all type of records. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to all fighters. I hope nobody got hurt. I, I'm I'm a fan of violence, but it has to be done properly. Like I'm I'm not a fan of just fucking recklessly fighting in the streets where you can bang your fucking head on the concrete and just ruin your entire life. Like I'm good on that. Take classes, man. There's nothing wrong with learning jujitsu or learning karate. Trust me, it, it brought a lot of fucking uh, uh, discipline in my life, and and I'll never forget what I learned. And I appreciate you know uh, being able to to partake in in an experience that was, it was good. It was a good experience. So earlier I talked about contracts that I was in that weren't too good. Oh, shit, I didn't even introduce the episode. Damn it. I told myself I got to start introducing the episode. This is episode 132. So we go, I, mm, fuck it. We're in the middle of the show. It's the mid roll. <laughs> Yo, so who's on, uh, damn, I don't even want to say the name of the app. So it's an invite-only app where basically you have rooms like Messenger Rooms like Facebook and it's a chat house. You just chat with each other. Um, it's called Clubhouse. Who gives a fuck? Um, you can try to add it. If you know somebody on it, they send you an invite. You can get on. Uh, without that, you can't get on. So Kevin was on there defending himself because he there was a, pay, uh, a room made that basically was saying that he wasn't funny. Excuse me. I'm doing some real ghetto shit right now. But my lips are super dry because I've been wearing my retainers at night i apologize so kevin there's two types of entertainers and artists in the world right there's those that create solely by themselves and there's those that depend on a team to make a beautiful creation none is better than the other um but there's a difference right the authentic uh oh shit i can't say the word authentication authenticity the authenticity is the authenticity can we dictionary it somebody can y'all dictionary it somebody send a comment yo drop a little fire emoji if y'all even in there but the authenticity of someone that can stick to their script right the person that doesn't flip-flop the person that does them all the time it's special it's very special like you have to appreciate it because you go wow you you don't veer. This is really the true self of like you you the the real you is the art. So it's it's beautiful when you see that, right? When that person, Dave Chappelle, he embodies that. It's beautiful because you know it's real. Like he can't fake it. It's just him. He gives you him. Take it or leave it. You know, uh Bernie Mac was another person that I really respect for that city. He gave it to you. That's all he knew. He was the art. It's beautiful. Beautiful when you see that. You know what I'm saying? Eminem. Lil Wayne. These are people that live their art. Lil Wayne says he spends days and hours just listening to certain syllables and words so that he can go back in his song and make them perfect. 
Me, on the other hand, I'll record a song. I might listen to it twice and hate it and just destroy it. No, not him. He'll go back and retune every single, every single syllable until it sounds right. He lives it. It's authentic. It doesn't change. You see what I'm saying? It feels different when it comes from somebody authentic. When I see Kevin Hart defending himself and jumping into fucking chat rooms with just fans defending himself, I know he don't believe in the fucking sauce, bro. I'm sorry. I just don't buy it. Another video of him fucking crying about the joke he made about his daughter. He called his daughter a hoe. Bro, it's a joke. So if anybody had an issue with that, don't address it. You got to be better than that. You're too big for that. But it makes me think. When it's yours and it's authentic, who cares what the rumors are? Right? If y'all don't like the show, don't watch it. I understand. You talk shit about me, I'll listen if there's valid points and I can make adjustments and I feel like those adjustments aren't going to change me. Then I, 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 could, I can see using some criticism that may not be uh, in my favor as a good thing. And constructive criticism is something I always appreciate. Like, I, I want people to tell me, hey, man, maybe you should do this. Like me announcing the episode at the top of the show and, and trying to do a better intro. I'm working on that. I'm just it's, it's weird doing it with the live and then the recording. So before my podcast family, which I apologize to all my listeners, because I know. They used to get a, a great little intro. I crack them up a little joke and then we get going. But that's kind of changed because we're streaming. But we're adjusting. And I'm going to get back to it. Um, sorry. I'm just I, I got to see myself in the story or I can't tell it. So, you know, Kevin was defending his jokes. And that's when it feels fake. I'm sorry. I was That was loud. I, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. I don't know how to put my hands. Kevin Hart was like. It's not, let me stop playing. Kevin was like, uh, the joke wasn't about darks. I guess somebody said something because his daughter's dark skin. I don't know. And um, he said his daughter was doing hoe shit or something. So they try to make it a, a colorism thing. I don't appreciate anybody that, that turns anything into a colorism thing. I was literally having this conversation with my son this weekend because um, being a Puerto Rican is a curse. Look how fair skin I am. My father was dark skin, dark skin Puerto Rican. My grandfather was a dark-skinned Puerto Rican, and my mother has blue eyes and blonde hair. She was birthed from this dark-skinned Puerto Rican. My father was dark-skinned Puerto Rican, and I came out super light. My kids have questions. It's hard, and colorism is something that I don't know how to explain because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. It sounds so goddamn stupid that I just don't address dumb shit. Uh, I think Kevin is too big to be answering all the dumb shit. And dog, if your shit ain't funny, well, the formula ain't right. We know you have a writing team. The problem with a writing team is that you might not be able to deliver it as such. Unlike Dave, who can always deliver because when he was using Neil Brennan, for example, in a writing team, it was for them to make those sketches together. Not writing his comedy, not writing punchlines or, or writing jokes. That's different. That's like somebody ghostwriting. You know, that's difficult. You are funny. I see your comments. You're fucking hilarious. Kev, I'm not going to say Kevin sucks. He doesn't suck. Kevin uh, is a great entertainer. His comedy is just um, not what it was. And I thought it was funny. I'm not going to say it was top 10. It was funny. I laughed a couple times. And fucking jokes are good. Uh, he just, it just, it didn't ring off the way he wanted it to, but I don't think he should defend it either. I think he should just let the shit go and keep pushing. Um, 
and and stop you know answering the dumb shit earlier i was talking about the contracts that i've signed and how they've ruined my life and last week dave Chappelle came out and said uh stop watching my shit on netflix hbo max as well i'm not getting paid for that signed a bad contract i walked away they didn't pay me uh contracts is something that they fucked me uh can't figure it out i can't speak on nobody's contract and i never want to speak on nobody's money because that's none of my fucking business and i was taught to not talk about it but dave came out and explained his whole story and it was a beautiful story please go to dave's uh instagram dave Chappelle on instagram it's 20 minutes long unforgivable i think it was let me let me make sure because it, it was it's pretty fucking amazing like there's one thing about dave that blows me away beyond his authenticity yeah unforgiven beyond his authenticity dave is is dave like he's been a staple because he's dave like that's it he doesn't change it's beautiful when you watch it when gordon ramsay's cooking it's beautiful it's like a dance when you really love what you do you can see it you can you can really you know the whole aura of the person kind of glows they look different right and when dave came out and said you know, don't watch that shit. And, and, you know, I told Netflix, hey, man, this shit hurt. Uh, can you just take it down? And Netflix said, well, we didn't even know that. We're going to take it down. That's a beautiful thing. Netflix is a new company. So watching Netflix do things like this, that's that's awesome that they're working with people because they understand people. Contracts are, are difficult. They're they're very hard. Um, you can't blame nobody for signing a shitty contract. Uh, you get attorneys. These fucking attorneys are, are all working with each other. Um, it's hard. Entertainment makes a lot of money, and entertainers don't make much. No matter how much it looks like we make, it really it's a small, small percentage of the pie. And although labels do put money into us, it ain't that much. It ain't that much. Excuse me, I'm still gassy as shit from Thanksgiving. Um, Dave's authenticity allows him to be honest with us. And keep us captivated when it's not even a joke or funny. And it's funny to watch his crowd that just thinks that he's always telling jokes. Like he was telling a God honest story to get it off of his chest. And he's such a good storyteller. Fucking Dave Chappelle might be the fucking the one of the best voices we've ever heard ever and maybe ever gonna hear. He just tells it so well. He really does. And I encourage everyone to go watch it and understand why him speaking about his issues feels different than when somebody's complaining because people don't like what you said. We need to be better than that. It's hard to critique someone who's so great, but maybe you do need to be critiqued stronger this is day fucking seven or something of this pause we're on a three-week pause so basically by the last week of december we're out of this pause according to nevada a person's dying every two minutes of covid i have yet to see a rest in peace post on facebook that's all i'll say is covid real yes wash your hands wear your mask while you're out if you don't feel well stay home drink water get vitamin d stand outside in the sun lots of exercise Make sure you take care of yourself. Although the government doesn't want to tell you, 
You got to take care of yourself. Getting germs is a good thing. Getting sick is actually a good thing. We kind of need it. It's how we survive. Please stop letting people tell you that you don't need to be sick or or to be afraid of germs. Y'all know when you have babies, you tell your babies to go get dirty and get in this shit so that they can build their immune system. You know, it's something that we need to do. And when we go to stores and we go to school and we go to work and we're around people, we exchange these germs and we create these ecosystems. And what we do is just make ourselves stronger and stronger because we're like fucking aliens that just keep on morphing over time. You get cut and you heal yourself like it's like a, it's magic. You guys are impressed by phones. I'm blown away at what the body can do. Um, How do we determine success? Is finance like is monetary value how we determine success? Is that really a thing? Because I feel like when uh, when people say, "Oh, I got rich," or someone got rich, what's rich? I mean, I've seen tons of money. What's rich? Like, how do you is that? Do you determine success by rich or making a lot of money? Like, what is? Um, Because to me, finance doesn't determine shit. Like, you could be a millionaire and be a fucking idiot. You know, you you could have made a couple people some money and and still been a fucking idiot. So, like, how do you determine success? And then, when do you give up telling the story that has nothing to do with you? Like, for real, like, when somebody says something, if somebody always has a fucking story to put in, like, you got to really think, like, what the fuck is your motive? Like, one, you don't live here. Two, uh, my bad, I'm being very specific. Listen. Somebody passed and then somebody decided to tell me this fucking story about how great that person was. I don't speak down on people when they pass. I said what I said when that person was around. Person's gone now. I won't say it again. It's over. But don't sit here and tell me it was successful what that person did because it wasn't. It was a failure. Everybody knows the person was ostracized and they disappeared. So whatever stories you were told weren't right. Period. I don't I don't care how many people you think he made rich. What the fuck is rich? A two hundred thousand dollar house in California is a fucking garage. You guys are idiots. I can't listen to you. Tell me what rich is. People in California spend millions of dollars on hundred year old homes that aren't worth a fucking penny. Tell me rich. You pay more in taxes than I do making less than me. Tell me more about rich. You understand how hard it is for me to have this conversation with somebody from California? Unless you're like upper echelon fucking Silicon Valley. Doesn't even make any sense to say that somebody got rich because only Silicon Valley people really know what rich is. Like them people made billions overnight. That's crazy, bread. I don't see that shit happening all over there. And as far as the person is concerned that we were speaking on, no, he ain't do shit. He ain't do shit. And that was that. Uh, make sure y'all head over to popple.co. Head over to kasabianlavo.com. Don't live in the past. Live in the moment. My name is Kasabian Lavo. Thank you. Wow.